Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room that we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. Hey. You uh, have that down. <laughs> yeah, no, I've gotten no, good. No, he does not. <laughs> no, that's good now. That was one take. That, <laughs> that was one get... take. Um, we have just uh, finished escaping, question mark, from uh, the D&D room. Escaping, demolishing. With, with Dungeons and Daddies. Uh, hi, guys. You did really great. I like the arson aspect of this one. <laughs> I'm glad that you leapt straight into that. When Bill was playtesting, he took a little bit longer. Did I take a while to do Just a little bit longer. Uh, okay. That was super fun. That was a really, really fun spin so on yeah. the escape room. I take yeah. it. So, so that was the order, right? We weren't that we were supposed to kind of figure it out from the. From there were a couple of little variations, but yeah, uh, when the innkeeper was getting distressed at you changing the order of things, that that was just you, you his have character. to do the amount of order, yeah. right? Like yeah, that's yeah, how. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Oh, you cannot do the goblins without doing the bandits because they give right. you the money. Well, well, I, I like that it, you know, again, like it's because the kind of theme of it is like, you know, D&D railroading, mm. right? Mm. So the idea that you have to do the quest out of order and that would drive exactly. the thing mad crazy is really, yeah. just really sort of cool. Nudge, yeah. It's just sort of little slow nudges, give you a little bit more freedom until you have the freedom to just go ahead and destroy yeah. everything. Yeah. I remember for me doing the playtest of this room, that took me a while to, to get. Like I got to a point where I was like, I just can't do anything. I just can't do anything. And Daniel's like, well, why can't you do anything? It's like, well, because i got to do the quest in order. Well, who cares what Chester wants? I was like, good point. All right, let's go to the bandits. Because, um, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. Get, you get to the goblins, you want to be able to solve it. You want to be able mm-hmm. to do the goblin stuff straight away. Well, and it's like all have... that video game training like yeah. teaches yep. you like everything I need to, or even an escape room, like everything I need to solve this room must be in this mm-hmm. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is very cool. And it was. It was just that the room was very big. That's true. <laughs> it's a very big room. Like on, In my notes, it is literally, I started, I always just draw a rectangle and it was exactly the same. To me, it was just a single room with five things in it. Oh, oh, cool. oh that's very good. Do you post pictures of your notes for the fans? I do when I remember to. <laughs> <laughs> Part of part of the difficulty of remembering is we, this season, especially, we're recording so out of order mm-hmm. that uh, I have no idea what's just come out. Even then, an episode comes out, and you're just like, "Oh, what, what episode is it this week? I better I gotta post all the right stuff." <laughs> well, oh, we man. record in order, and I still like forget what's going <laughs> That's on. True. Like, we're really bad about that. Yeah. <laughs> I do my best. I'm lying. Freddie <laughs> Freddie was in we have a Discord for our fans, so we were recording the episode and Freddie was in the Discord asking the fans for what <laughs> details. Like, <laughs> you just forgot what? like from the previous you know, because there's like mechanics and it's like, oh shoot, how much of this do we have? And it's like I to this day, I, like as of right now, as of episode seventeen, I think, which is out, I don't know how much gold our party has. Oh, oh yeah, right. There's a so I was talking before another show I listened to, um, and they've got a character who has ammunition for one of his items mm-hmm. impossible to track but their show is popular enough that he just goes oh i'll just check check the how many bullets does grant have left twitter account <laughs> oh my and, that'll, and that'll tell me my current bullet no. that's wild that's just, just i like thing. that um we all need that Everybody i will say in that. the episode where you got quizzed on things that had happened to your characters <laughs> i felt that panic yes. like, oh no. um i'm actually just gonna go in the fan discord whenever i need something funny to say <laughs> going forward just um, crowdsource quips yeah. so you guys you guys did really well with that right like and i feel like you each had moments where you kind of went well here's the solution to that like that was really mm-hmm. good do you feel good was there a moment that you that you felt 
good solving a puzzle. I thought the the first puzzle was I the hardest. Like the so hard. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. I was like, oh man, is it all going to be this hard? Like, because it was like very, I was like, what are these symbols? And mm-hmm. then it was like, we were like, okay, I, I was I, I was initially thinking it must have something to do with the names. I didn't put together yeah. the eyes, but then I started writing it down and then I think you made the connection to the yeah. eyes. And that was, was like, actually a very big three piece thing. So you thought it was something to do with the names. You asked about the other locations and the other yeah, quests, yeah, 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 yeah. which was absolutely necessary because getting skiing lodge really kind yes. of gets skiing you. is the one that gets yeah you there. and then you actually got that it was to do with the eyes so yeah, yeah. So good team effort and it yeah. wasn't lost <laughs> it wasn't and it lost. wasn't lost none of those and it wasn't lost ever fell down. either that's true yeah Beth, there have... was a solution in unfortunately the end. oh man you're hurting me <laughs> <laughs> Beth, if you haven't seen lost i have something incredible to show you from the internet after this okay um, so good Beth, I thought you did a really good job with the uh, remembering the argument with the door. Because well I completely yes. forgot about that. Yes. I was like, oh. I thought that was going to be for the wizard. I thought it was going to be for the wizard, too. That's why I made sure that the instructions are that it's for arguing with dummies, for mm-hmm. dummies. You can't argue with someone smarter than you. Dories. Um, yeah, I, th- I think those are the those are the things in riddles and in, I mean, obviously I've seen Labyrinth that always like make me really like frustrated with myself where I never get them right. So it felt good to like actually use one yeah. of them. Yeah. Awesome. And it's good. Like, so, Cause so much of that uh, puzzle solving is like going, I know what I've got. Like I've got all these things that I'm carrying around and like what goes where, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's like square goes in square block sort of thinking. It, it's great, right? Because like, that's all you need and to, to piece it all together and finish yeah, off the whole thing. it's very satisfying where it's like, oh, right. I've got the blueberries, I've got the scroll, yeah. I've got the spark. Yeah, like and it part all, yeah. of the part of the joy is like the difference in... So if you find you found the, uh, the book first and you go, I need a dummy. I'm looking for an idiot that I can argue with at some point, mm-hmm. right? And as soon as you find one, like you find the door and you're like, hey, wait a minute. I got this thing that lets me argue... Sometimes you can do the other way around, like because you could have gone to the door first. There's mm-hmm. nothing stopping you going straight to the door. I guess that's true, yeah. And if you go to the door, you're like, hey, I cannot convince this door to let me in. I cannot convince this door to let me in. Mm-hmm. And then you find a book that says how to convince dummies to let you do stuff. And you go, oh, oh, this will work on the door, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I think is yeah, how it happened yeah, for me yeah, in the playtest. Yeah, yeah. I think I did those been. the other way around. And it's really fun trying to find. Well, we were, find I think, a we were afraid to hit the last one for whatever reason. I think it was because there was a little bit of a little bit of like, oh, we're not ready for that. It's oh, it's the wizard, yeah, which is another nice thing you have to kind of sort of think your way around. Mm. It was cool. Yeah, I like the. I I kind of like the variation in, like, I feel like sometimes I had the expectation that a we would like solve the puzzle and it would be a thing and it would be. Um, a specific puzzle that we had to solve to achieve the ch- the task, and then sometimes it was just like, "Hey, we want to do this s- thing," and then it worked, like without having to do like. But I, I, it kept me on my toes. I liked that um, there wasn't, you know, a clear cut sort of response to whatever we were about to right. do. Right. Yeah. I actually just noticed something in my notes that originally those scrolls were potions, but I must have then realized how the hell are you going to get the innkeeper to drink a potion <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unless you won't try- even give us his mugs. Um. But yeah, look, it was really fun. There were a few things that, like for me with the dragon, so I played through, uh, I was much less uh, tentative with the dragon. I think as soon as I saw it, it was like, I'm going to kick that dragon. Just mm. kick it right mm-hmm. in the face, right? But same thing, right? Like 
for a while I was worried because you're being very, very nice to this dragon. Like, <laughs> I just, I j- I'll give it a gentle pat and I'll just, I'll poke it gently lightly in the stomach a bit. And, and like, then oh, I hope straight up nostrils. Like, it's like, oh, that blue bear's going in the nostrils. <laughs> I think, I really do think Freddy's sleep apnea struggles. <laughs> that was the key. Yeah. Really wait, was that there, wait, was, can you, can you kick it up? It wasn't meant to be for the berries on that one? I or? wanted you to just, uh, I, I planned on you just giving it some sort of jab in the nose. So as soon as you went for the nose, that was good enough. I that was all uh, I wanted than the berries. But if you could justify any kind of waking a dragon sort of thing, it would work. Like if you'd been like, if you had for some reason earlier on got a spear from a goblin I see, and I you're see, like, I'm yeah, going to yeah, spear yeah. this dragon right in its butt, then it'll go, oh, and the dragon gets up and wakes up. Yeah, mm-hmm. Presumably, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as long I as the dragon guess. wakes up, it'd be hard to, because like, and I think that's sometimes the good thing about doing these, right? In an adventure game, you could be like, I take a knife and stab the dragon and be like, dragon doesn't wake up. But then, like, I push its nose and it does. Yeah, and there's, yeah, yeah. Because it's programmed that way. For these games, you could be like, they're flex. waking a dragon, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? They're waking it up. We'll, you know, we can do berries in the nose instead of punch the nose. Um, that was, it was really good. Uh, what was... No, I like that. That was fun. And you know what? He did have apnea because snoring is a precursor yeah, I mean... to apnea. I tell my mom that all the time. Donna, if you're listening, please <laughs> go to the doctor. <laughs> like, overall... Do you feel like you were good for this D&D universe or bad for it? I think that I think we saved the... Well, okay, so a couple of things. You scared off the racists. We scared off the... (laughs) By being racists ourselves. Interesting. Um, Yikes. Yikes. Uh, We definitely saved the door. (laughs) Actually, I hope that we're like completely destructive and detrimental to this D&D-verse. Chester sounds like a real real tool. Yeah, he doesn't sound like a good DM or a good friend. I'm really hoping that Chester and Doric become roommates. And they we'll do get, a spin-off podcast. And just he needs I mean Chester gets people together to play this game because he needs love, right? Like he's trying to show them a part of himself, right? Like he's True. like, I yeah, created like, this whole world, I want to show you my heart, right? But he doesn't True. know enough about other people to be able to True. you know to really communicate with them. So maybe like having a roommate who's just as stubborn as he is, like maybe we'll get you know. No, can, I think connect he's, with he's like the, you know, he's like I want to show you guys something. This is my heart. And then I was like, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. But it's bad. bad. You got but a bad heart. Bad. What if it's bad? We uh, never, we never resolved the pizza. I was just about to say, we never resolved whether we got our pizza. Well, it's okay because you lit a fire. So now it doesn't matter if it got cold or not. Yeah, you warmed up the pizza. That's nice. true. And you ate it on the way home. Perfect. Did I you, didn't though because I, I, don't, I don't really like pizza. You don't I'm, like, can we talk about this? Because you have a shirt on right now that's an alien eating a piece of pizza. So That's how you, alien the idea of eating pizza is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly, Will. Can you explain why you don't like pizza? Um, well, like the primary reason is that I'm lactose intolerant and that it does mm. upset my, my tummy. But like there are things I'm willing to sacrifice for. Like, you know, good... Um, I don't know. Like if if I have like the next day off work, I'll, I'll drink a milkshake. Um, <laughs> you, you know that like lactate pills exist, right? Do they not work on you? They don't really work on me. Really? Um, I actually have a similar sort of thing with pizza. I got my gallbladder out two years ago. Oh man! Whoa. And for whatever reason, pizza is the only food that hurts my stomach now. Oh, yeah, no! a specific combination of cheese and oil. I eat so much dairy and so much oily crap. Otherwise, pizza is the one thing that that's, that's why you liked out. it before. I yeah. I yeah, there's just something about it that I just don't really. Um, it also might be um, Donna, if you're listening. My mom, it, she loves to get thin crust pizza, and I hate thin crust pizza. Oh. I hate it. I hate it. Um, so <laughs> no, really, really, it's terrible. Yeah. So basically, all of my issues with pizza stem from early childhood and haven't been worked out. Um, although this weekend I might have a slice or two. 
<laughs> Stay we, tuned. Yeah, we're about to go out to a quick little like recording, like little journey retreat, uh, a little retreat in the next couple of days for uh, Dungeons and Daddies. So it, we're going up to Lake Arrowhead. And there's one incredibly good pizza place up there, and I'm, I'm like, that's like the highlight of the trip for me as I'm looking forward to going to this pizza place. But then I forgot <laughs> Beth doesn't like pizza, so I don't know what we're if gonna do. If I like it, I will take a picture of me and the pizza on Instagram and be like, met somebody new. Met, finally <laughs> met somebody. New. I finally met the pizza I want to spend the rest of my life with. So how did this feel different from, well, A, playing a regular D&D game or as regular as they often are and playing a regular escape room? I uh, like this m- definitely more than a regular escape you room. Don't like, <laughs> yeah, but you don't like escape rooms. I, 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 this was more imaginative. And I no, actually, that's fair. Yeah, I actually yeah. do. You know what's, what's interesting about it is that so much of like a normal escape room, like when you're in the real world, like you get lost on the production design. You're kind of just banging mm-hmm. stuff together. Like this, because it's like in your head, it engages your imagination more. You're kind of, it, it, it I don't know. I, I thought it was really, really yeah, fun. Because I, I yeah. think I, so, sorry. sorry. No. I, 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 I felt like I had more agency over yeah, for like, sure. the answers too, because um, you know, if like in escape rooms, the one escape room that I've done, it's not. I have no impact on the answer whatsoever. Like Joe Schmo or Larry Sperry could get the same wrong answer or the same right answer, but I felt like I had more control over That's like how possibly I possibly true. Um, yeah, just how I thought about. Hmm. answers because also the thing about escape rooms is that a lot of them fall into a certain predictability because they're just at the end of the day the best locks are just commercial locks right so there's a certain degree of like cool we have a key they have to figure out what lock it is and it's like mm-hmm. cool four digit number i wonder Fair what point. this four Whereas, digit thing goes Ooh, it's a directions huh up up down down yeah, okay yeah, i wonder yeah. if that has the, Whereas, the directional lock. in this i could give you a key and the solution is to eat it yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well and actually i like that there's more character stuff you can do that you can have yeah. conversations with people and have to like sort of it's like a social puzzle which like, is interesting because i've never done a real escape room that has an actor in it and i'm terrified of that happening <laughs> <laughs> plus like we we didn't have to move around that much. That's that true great. too. Yeah. It's really and, and you know, extra uh, uh, escape rooms are such like a physically demanding, you know, sort of high energy performance sport. Yeah, and you know, I just don't have. <laughs> Honestly, this... I gotta give you guys a compliment and say that I wasn't as stressed out as doing a an escape room or doing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Um, yeah, that's the both is, worlds. And there's also like there's elements like like searching. You know, like the. Because there's certain things that in the escape room that can go wrong and it feels bad. You know, like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. I didn't reach into the drawer far enough. I only picked up one key instead of two. Okay, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. whatever, you know. And in this, you're just like, you reach into the drawer, you take, I take everything from the drawer. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool, you take I'm this I'm sorry, two keys. you didn't stuff those berries up the nostril far enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, once you've got it, you've got it. There's no, like, did I do it right? Mm-hmm. Did I do it wrong? That was, this, that was, yeah, that's one of the big design philosophy things, which is we always were like, when we were talking about doing the one that we did, we were like, uh, it should never be. It should always be it, the thing that should be hard. It should be ha- what the thing is. It's like the path should be difficult to figure out. But then once you figure out the path, mm. getting on it and doing the path should be easy. Getting like, the solution in your brain and getting the solution yeah, yeah, yeah. in the like world you should, should match. Those should match. It should. It should be like, ooh, how do you get from point A to point B? But then once you know that path from point A to point B, it should not be like. Oh, the lock was fiddly. Yeah. Oh, you didn't. You know, I mean, I, yeah. know, I think a lot of escape. Oh, actually, fiddly lock is I the am worst. terrible with fiddly locks. Well, what's crazy is you know how long those locks last. Even like n- nice commercial locks in those escape rooms, they'll last like a month. Like they Whoa. get because people are are just so yeah. violent with mm-hmm. it, and it's such an intense environment, you know. Man, it's like the speed bag at a boxing gym. <laughs> <laughs> those things pop instantly. 
But but yeah, but it, <laughs> as you casually look at your knuckles. <laughs> yep. We get it, Beth. You box. I do. Um, but but it's true, right? Because it's like the this takes away all of the the uncertainty of the physical aspect of mm-hmm. doing a puzzle, yes. which happens so much. Um, there's nothing like we've done. One of the worst es- escape room experiences we had was mm. doing a puzzle. Solving it right, it's like get these candles on the shelf in this order. Yeah. Nothing happens, and it's like, okay, I guess I the RFID r- thing is, it's like you know, it's like because this is definitely right, and you know, finally got a help from the game. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure that's right. Just like, and you know, you fiddle with it, fiddle with it, until mm-hmm. finally it yeah. clicks. And from that point on, you don't trust the rest yeah, of the room. Every single yeah. time you have an idea and it doesn't seem to be right, your first thought isn't, I guess I got it wrong. Your first thought is, here's another broken thing, I guess. <laughs> you know, and it just you lose trust with the with the room and with your puzzles. Uh, and it's nice that in this case, if it's going to work, you just kind of say, "I want to do this yeah. thing." You did it. it like do breaks it. the illusion, but like here, it's like all illusion. Or exactly. like exactly, you can't break it because yeah. it's, it's all nothing. That's one of the problems with a lot of like escape rooms with like cool triggering mechanisms because we're like, you, like at the end mm. of the day, like functionally, it's, it's no different if the person's just watching you and has a button they press, right? Mm. Like, oh yeah, you can design some crazy magnetic RFID thing, or it could just be like, oh, it's right, hit a button and they get like yeah, to I'm the player. There's mm-hmm. no difference. Yeah. So there's, I remember who I was talking to somebody. They were, they were doing one. I think it was one of the Geek and Sundry shows for that, and they're like, yeah, every trigger thing is just we watch it because we can do it. But of mm. course, that's just the most expensive way of doing it because you can't run multiple rooms at the same time mm-hmm. that yeah, way. Sure. Yeah, I've got a question actually, and I, maybe you guys can help me out. Is like, why did escape rooms come to prevalence, and what made them popular? And it was Eastern Europe. It was travelers and backpackers in like Hungary and Budapest and stuff like that was where it kind of originally kicked off as like a tourist thing because it was like one of those things where like here's what it is right here's where escape rooms are tied hand in hand with TripAdvisor. it all started with a little movie called hostel i was gonna say saw i was like i was like literally i was like well saw is an escape room yeah pretty much it's really funny because every every person i've talked to who's ever run an escape room say like yeah they have to do a whole thing where it's like it's not saw like Saw actually has this big negative outsized thing where it's like, no, you're not going to die. Like everybody well, comes I, in with these. I don't know how much you've noticed with any other escape room based movie that comes out oh, where they it's do say they're escape rooms yeah. and it is all, this room yeah. is going to kill you. But well, there is, there is something, there is something really satisfying about escape room that you can't get from this when it goes right. Oh like it yeah. Is, mm. because, everybody I say chases the, fir- the high of the first escape. Yeah, but it's this done. feeling of, of like when you do it, it's kind of like, oh, this thing that, like exists in like computer games and I was like I can just go and do a thing like I can go and really yeah, do I it I kind of like the like physical the feeling like I've got some power yeah and when yeah, it yeah. when when you do a good room it just it's fan, it's fantastic especially when the decor is perfect and you just walk in and you're like oh I am just in this place and I'm doing these cool mm-hmm. things and more and more like you know sometimes you know it's really disappointing when that gets pulled away you know like oh this is this amazing this amazing place and there's seven locks with keys that are all yeah, you know and kind of like yeah. okay okay but when it comes together well it is just that it's the same as like really good vr or really good like just it's take just a moment putting to yourself picture. in a space and it's phenomenal take mm-hmm. a moment to picture if you're in a real physical room and this big oak door in front of you and the door knocker starts talking oh, at yeah, you yeah, and yeah, abusing yeah, yeah, you for sure you would love that yeah It'd be a great way to procrastinate writing too. So I'm imagining that's why most people do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it will. It be, it's yeah, right. It's like it's this big tourist thing because a lot of people are like, "Cool, what are you gonna do in the city?" It's like you see your museums, you do the parks, but a lot of places just like there's not really like if you're not like if it's not nightlife and like you know a lot of cities are based around that. It's like during the day, like what is there to do? 
and it kind of filled this hole of people wanting I to like can with a group of people what can you great. do like what's what's going on like TripAdvisor is like it's weird how much like TripAdvisor I think because if you look at like the fun and games category of TripAdvisor it's like it's always some escape room for us whoa mm. that's wild yeah but they 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 they're great and look we're, we're here in LA doing a whole bunch uh, and they're all pretty fun. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun. Have you become Have you become uh, escape room snobs? Are you guys like at the point where you're like, nah. I'm super not an escape room snob. I sometimes feel awkward going to escape rooms with other enthusiasts, and uh, you come out, and they're just like, well, really, it wasn't it wasn't that good a room. I'm British now, <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know and, then you, and you have to be like, makes me happy that Australian yeah, people cool. do that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because there was because I remember there was like it's like there's people in LA there's like a group of people who like will have Disney passes and have gone to Disneyland so oh, often yeah. and like honestly and I have friends who are like this honestly it sucks to go to Disneyland with them because you go and they're just like alright we'll do a new Space Mountain we're gonna get Dole like they have such a specific yeah. thing and just like I wanna be oh here. let me do this and they're just like this. meh nah because they're yeah, so over like, it people know like the I mean I feel like if you have annual passes you clearly aren't over it somehow but, but like, but like, <laughs> but like in terms of like these groups that I've ever gone yeah, with yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. they're over that experience in a weird way where it's like they don't do like the weirder smaller stuff because yeah. they're like well if I'm here I'm gonna do the cool stuff that I um, you know yeah. there's just well, a certain okay. Speaking directly to those groups, I haven't been to Disneyland since middle or high school. And um, if you ever, we were saying free... we should, we were saying we should go. Yeah, I know that Anthony wants to go. I want to go. Hey, we don't have plans on Friday, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's all go to Disneyland. Oh man, um, I was hoping that we could find someone to take us to Disneyland <laughs> on this trip. <laughs> oh, who knows? Um, but no, like it's 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 cool, and 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 I'm sure at some point. We'll get that way. There are probably listeners of this show right now listening to this room being like, mm, it's not one of their best rooms. No, it's, it's low down. Maybe a C, maybe a C grade escape this podcast. Do you feel like pressure Some... to like do a better and better room? Damn. I don't know if I'd so much feel pressure beforehand. If I feel like I've written a slightly crappier room, I feel it afterwards. <laughs> that just means you're mentally well. <laughs> Because um, you've done uh, you've, this, you've you've designed over fifty now. Yeah, for the show. we've just passed fifty, which is well more than real rooms. Yeah, that's more rooms that we've done. Um, but yeah, it feels like it's been incredibly lucky. Like since the beginning, it's been more just like how many room types can there possibly be in the world? Just like how many physical rooms? Think of a house. Yeah, <laughs> what are there yeah, like yeah. four? Well, but the, but That's you can awesome. but you can be like theater of the mind with it, which is nice, right? Because yeah. every yeah. I, I swear to God, I was like I was, I was the, the cliches of escape rooms are like a Sherlock Holmes in another yep. room. It's a secret lab with a virus yeah. in it that you got to stop. Who oh, here comes a serial killer? He's like, I get it. Like yeah, my, bank robbers. Like I everybody's would, mind every possible movie in Indiana Jones. And here's the Legends of the Hidden Temple yeah. room at <laughs> this I, point. You know, I I won't say that I haven't done some of those. Like Bank Vault, yes, but I have tried to do some little twists on it. Like for the Bank Vault one. You were the security team trying to secure the vault from oh, the robbers fine. that were going that's to come cool. in. I'm and just so impressed with like nice. your like amount of specificity. I it's just like a you, like all of you guys designing escape rooms and stuff. That's just not the way my brain works. So I think oh. it's really cool. Whereas I I just don't have kind of the physical thing. Like I just like writing and like puzzles, and this seems like a natural way of combining those. If it came to designing a real escape room, I wouldn't have a clue what I was doing. <laughs> I'm oh, I'm ahead, somebody sorry. who just like like comes up with ideas for bad escape rooms and then like tells them to people and oh. then that's it that's my oh, escape in fact, room. you could make this one come true yeah so this i was gonna say freddie uh and freddie matt and i have always, always talked about our dream escape room idea every time that when we're um in hollywood you go on these you go out on these meetings called generals where like they <laughs> put you into the shut up beth no this lore <laughs> is really painting me uh. <laughs> 
Um, uh, you go like you go to a meeting or like or like we'll do a pitch meeting. Probably better okay. way to explain it. We'll go do a pitch meeting and like inevitably the whole process is they it's like this they put you into a little room and they're like okay the um uh they're gonna the, the executive you're here to pitch to is gonna be here in 15 minutes to you know hear the pitch and then it's you in a room with your laptop with your pitch deck on it and a kiosk in the middle of the desk that you're trying to figure out oh. what cord goes to what thing on your laptop to get the presentation to run. You could definitely do a, a good try and get a presentation to work escape room. That's, so yes. that's what we're saying. You could this definitely is definitely do that. Room. You have an yeah. hour before like the boss comes. Like, or, like, here's the projector and there's four different cords that come out and you don't know where it plugs in. There's a, there's, a, there's a cabinet that says AV supplies yeah. with a lock on it. There's, there's absolutely a USB slot where your USB doesn't fit in. Flip oh, it over, it doesn't fit in, yeah. but the third time it does. <laughs> all the, the all the, where you've got one projector, but there's like four different projector remotes and you're not quite sure which one connects. <laughs> yeah, 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 and exactly. then it doesn't have batteries anywhere. Oh the, you gotta get the you have to figure out the Wi-Fi network and the Wi-Fi password to set up AirPlay for your laptop. Yes, like, exactly. yeah. That's okay, a so great funny. Room. Okay, so Jason, who designed the escape room with Freddie, has this. He's really extra, and I love him. But like his for his birthday, he had people do like powerpoints about him or like uh, about something. We had to present five minute powerpoints, and the powerpoint that I did, I designed. Oh, this specifically, is so good. I designed specifically to look like I had not saved the PowerPoint or like didn't like complete it's it or so something. Good. So the first slide is like literally says click here to add title. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, so it was like really just more performance art of, of me like clicking on it and then like going to the, the big screen and then it, it goes like black and then it goes white and then it goes back to the like <laughs> click here to cl- to start and stuff. And then it was just me like acting like I was losing my mind. Like I worked so hard on this. I can't believe I didn't save it. It's such a good idea. I love that. <laughs> Is and then, there like, a YouTube video? Of yeah, this? No, I, I still footage. have the PowerPoint though that I get. Because then it, it ends up like... It goes to like, the desktop, right? Like, it goes to the desktop. It goes to... A picture of the desktop. A picture of the desktop. So it looks then, like you're searching for like, maybe I saved it or something else. Yeah. And it's just the awkwardness oh, of... Oh, such no, a good idea. But the, I love the it. The best part is that I... So the computer that I used it was Jason's computer. So it goes to Jason's desktop oh, and then I act so like good. I find something illegal and then it's like this, <laughs> like the police are on their way, like blue screen and then, yeah. <laughs> That's very um, good. Um, so it's been tangentially so mentioned good. a few times. Do you want, what was your escape room that you've designed? Uh, there's one in, um, it's in, it's in a place called Exit Game in Alhambra. Uh, and it's called, um, what do we call it? I think it was the lab or something like that or something. Like that. It was, so the idea was that you're coming in. The first room is someone's, it looks like an apartment. And they have this crazy computer-based, it was the AI room, that's what it was called. Uh, and then they have this like computer-based home security system. And you sort of progressively open up to a secret passage in the back. And you're trying to like, there's a whole hacking subplot sort of thing that you're trying to prevent uh, this AI from going crazy. And mm. that's your time limit. We had, we had some buck wild ideas. I didn't, I don't know if it t- fully got implemented. I have to, I haven't actually done it, but we had some <laughs> buck wild ideas. Like for example, we wanted to do a thing where it's like, uh, if you beat it, you can get out, but it like kind of gently signposts you. It's like the door's open. You can just run out. But in that state it would every there's the hard version of every puzzle you just did so there's like a second ending <laughs> so you don't have to leave you can leave and feel oh. like you solved it but it kind of is like oh it's like one of those endings where it's like oh it's still out there but if you did if you just stick in the room and go back to the puzzles there's new game another, plus yeah there's like a new game plus mm. mechanic Love so for, that. that's cool we were doing a room recently that is i think doesn't have that at the moment but might be implementing that 
in their future versions that if mm. you finish with enough time, they'll change the way it ends to yeah, give you like yeah, 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 actually yeah. you can go on and do this, that, or the other, and like yeah, yeah, find yeah. the secret hidden ending. And we were yeah. and what awesome. was the kind of nice thing about it, because it was all run through just a computer system, you could kind of dynamically hint and dynamically because again the thing that we were trying to solve which was like one no locks no keys because try and do something that's not Mm -hmm. just key based Mm. and then the other one was what's the best experience of an escape room which is you get out with 10 seconds remaining right like just just (laughs) nick of time it's the best feeling in the world but the problem is that's right on the edge of the worst feeling in the world which is you get out and it was just one puzzle you're like really like that's so annoying like that happened to us when we did the zombie room Mm -hmm. which was like we had one puzzle left and i was just like this Mm. sucks we leave you leave and you're like this sucked everything about this (laughs) sucked so it's like in a weird way like what's the if you could somehow tailor and make people feel like they are just barely getting out that's the best overall end user experience for your average person <laughs> who's not trying to like get a fast time or something. Just that feeling is what you're trying to get to. So one of the stuff that we were talking about was was kind of like dynamically giving hints or like kind of dynamically seeing where you are and where you should be on the path and like doing an easier version of it quietly. Like giving you a version of the puzzle that's like a little easier to just make mm. sure you can get to the end. Um, so some of that stuff kind of got in there. Some of it was like sort of like on the in, in the early planning stages. But yeah, it's a fun one. I had a, uh, it was a fun experience, and also it's one of those ones where you realize just how how much stuff breaks and how mm-hmm. much stuff that's like yeah, you just have to do it. Like you can't do be that fancy with it. You know, you can't go mm-hmm. crazy because people break stuff. I was talking to the guy who owns this place, and he they have this room, and also in the U.S., a lot of escape rooms don't have to follow you know um, usability right uh, yeah. asda stuff you have to like you know you can't have there's fire codes and all that mm-hmm. stuff so he had a thing where he wanted someone to crawl through like a, a vent into go into the next area but the problem was they're like you can't have that you can't have a room that is like you have to crawl to get into and mm. you have to crawl to get out of that's a fire hazard yeah. if a fire happens you're dead you've killed two you've killed a group of people <laughs> you've killed these moms who are just trying to have a good time on a sunday oh, afternoon man. so they have to put a fire door at the other in the other room mm. And so the fire door, he's like, literally, he's like, dude, every I have it, we, it's you see this door, it's covered from like head to toe. It is like not part of the game. Fire door, actual fire door. Everyone this will, will tear at it. This oh, will do. This yeah. will open the thing. And he's like, I tell people at the beginning, I'm like, by the way, for fire safety, like we have to have this thing in there. It's marked that way. It is that. He's like, it's not a trick. Me telling you this is also not a trick. And he was like, every week someone. Oh, will do it. everyone. Yeah. I would totally. I would totally be the person. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm always wondering if there are escape rooms that pit the group against. Yes, there are. Okay. I have heard that that exists. So there's, a, any. there's one in San Diego that those funny talking to the owners of this one. They were like, yeah, we actually make most of our money from the fact that we switched to a Sherlock Holmes themed one. And we did two of them. And he's like, yeah, it's just all youth groups. It's all work groups trying to like compete team building exercises. He's like, yeah, it's like the best th- from a business standpoint, the best thing you can do is have two identical rooms. Oh, so that's two copies of the oh, same no, no. room. I meant, I this meant is one like, room with like betrayal. Yeah, I meant like something that makes you not trust the friends that you came in with. So there, I know there's a couple who will they'll split you up and then they make it so that you can only communicate to each other through like mm. like mm. hand gestures or something like that. Yeah, but like com- real competitive like They do in-game exist, stuff. but it's... I haven't done them. We did do one where you had the chance to betray us and leave us stuck in the room for the rest of our lives. Did I do that? I think I may have. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> you chose to you chose to be nice. Yeah, so there's like a betrayal. <laughs> but yeah, there was like a nice. secret door that would take you back to the beginning of the escape room. So oh, if you'd wow. chosen that, that door would have opened for yeah. us and we just would have been stuck circling until our time um, ran out. But I've yeah. seen I've seen uh I've seen people talk a lot about this so in, in like groups of escape room designers going like, how could you satisfyingly implement 
like real antagonism within a single escape room. Like I just don't think you can. It's and yeah, it's it's like it's like an uncracked. It's problem gone into escape performance art though, because that's where things like uh, there was one at some point the privilege escape room where they had two rooms that were basically identical, except one of the teams, the room was just literally impossible. I read about this, yeah. yeah. That's oh, wild. Really? Or yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was, a, it was a, so yeah, it was like a performance art piece mm. about the nature of privilege. Oh, that's, interesting. That's it, so cool. In one version, yeah, you have like, you have, you have like all the entire explanation of how everything works. Mm. So, and then by the other room, like it's, you, it's like, I think it's, it might still be technically solvable, yeah, but, possibly, yeah. but you, you, it's way much no harder. Help. And uh, yeah, even more than just that going in, they come out of it and you just go cool how accomplished did you feel like mm-hmm. people who had the easy room you felt like you still felt like you were very smart and worked really hard <laughs> and that's yeah that is the nature of it no one ever feels I like, that. like I they like got using the easy game room. mechanics to kind of teach mm. or or that that feeling to try and get that across i like that that's cool that's really cool or like maybe like i don't know they live glasses <laughs> in, a, in an escape room would be cool well, no. they do, they, if they have, oh, a, they have a escape room, but it's always a like guy's like he's just watching, and it turns out he's working against you. Yeah, <laughs> turns out it was. I'll say so. I will say one of the one of the more interesting interaction ones, and I don't think that this is around anymore. So mm. if it says you can cut this out, but um, it was a it was a scrap escape room, which was the time travel room. Did you ever do that one? No. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they had two rooms, and there was a time travel mechanic. It was like a lab that has gotten experiments have gone wrong, and one of the mechanics that they did was they have like the assistants are dressed up as lab assistants and they're in the room with you and you can ask them hints and they're sure. playing that role and then you can jump between another room and it's a kind of it's kind of janky because you all have to kind of like make sure you're all in the same thing and it's like a it actually takes too much time to get from yeah. one room to the other but you go into the other room it's like you can go back and it goes back in time a little bit mm-hmm. one of the puzzles requires you it's a throwaway thing where they're like oh the tape they literally start like okay everything's working the tape thing is actually not broken this person uh, she broke it or he broke it like you know a couple of days so don't worry about it like it's not important <laughs> for the puzzle so you're like oh it actually it, they play it oh, off as it's a problem okay. so one of the things you have to do is you have to time travel back to the other room and then tell the person be like hey don't break the tape player and then when you get back to the oh. other room the oh, tape player so works cool. again oh, man. we actually the episode before this one so episode 10 uh, we, had a, we had a mechanic. guest. Oh, that's um, cool. And we had a, so we had a guest come in to design it. Really well. And it's this great thing where, like, we exist in like the present time and a hundred years before the present time. Yeah. And in the meantime, there's an NPC who exists fifty years before the present mm. time. So we can like Whoa. go back in time to leave a message for them fifty years later, oh, who then leaves cool. a message for us. 50 years later that we get back and we go back to the present. This really cool <laughs> dynamic. It's like awesome. the lake house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. yeah, it's the lake house escape room. And I've tried doing um, a time travel room. It's one of my like two unfinished rooms because it's really hard. Um, <laughs> Freddie, when you said that about the, the tape though, I thought it was going to be like, do you believe the man who says that <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. assistant broke it or do you believe that she actually didn't break it? Play it anyway. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But look, on, on that note, if like we, we just had for this whole season, we've been swapping off between Danny's rooms and rooms from guest designers who've designed rooms for this show. If oh, you ever cool. want to do another escape room design where you can go buck wild with what's possible, mm. feel free. If you ever want to write a room for the show, write yeah. a room for the show and, and come back on and, and we'll play it. All if right. you I do like my rare opportunities of getting to play. <laughs> okay. All uh, right. Because we've had a lot of really good guest rooms this season. Um, we started like first year, we got one guy who came and, and said, I've written a room for you. Um, and we went, oh, that's really awesome. Come run on the show. Uh, after that, we actually released bonus episodes where we talked about Danny's room design kind of strategy and how mm-hmm. she goes through and designs room. Since that, like the, the next kind of season, we got the same guy back and one other person who did rooms for us. 
And then this season, it's all kind of caught up, and we've we've had like five, six, maybe more. I think maybe six or seven mm. uh, people designing wow, rooms wild. to play on the show, which means we don't have to do as much work, and it's great. Perfect. Um, and we get to actually play. Cool, uh, so Freddie. Really, you really should you should do a room set in your mind palace. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to my mind palace. <laughs> what what? Palace. Sorry, just not to not to. What puzzles do you th- do you find works best in the audio format? There's stuff that's... I mean, obviously, there's a lot of visual stuff that just doesn't work. Yeah, there's, visual stuff can sometimes work. The biggest thing is, like, so many puzzles that are based on physical things. Like, yeah, like yeah, have to get yeah. this into that and move these around. And that doesn't... Isn't fun when you just say, I do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we started really early on. We had I some... Find, and incidentally, I find there's a lot of D&D stuff where it's like, if it's anytime there's a physical puzzle in the D&D thing, it's the yeah. most in, the most interminable <laughs> thing. It's just like, the thing has to hold a thing, so you have to grab the scepter and t- yeah. turn it 90 degrees left. Like, right, well, yeah, it's like that sort of we, thing. We talked, like, um, we've talked about this in one of our um, other episodes. There's an interesting thing with, with D&D. The reason puzzles can be so difficult in D&D and so, un- so unenjoyable in D&D is because, like, this works. Like, the reason this works is because... You're explicitly you can, in puzzle mode. But also but also because you can still do actions to get you know, you can I shove this in a dragon's nose, mm-hmm. I, I pull this like you can physically interact with the world yeah. in a way that lets you solve puzzles. But in D and D, they're not gonna be thinking about puzzles, they're gonna physically interact which has a whole set of rules, right? All the yeah, rules of D and D are purely set up for physical interaction. Well they're for they're geared towards combat. They're exactly, towards, right? So yeah. often they'll break stuff. Or, pulls mm-hmm. it, or they'll have a spell that just destroys a thing. And so what you often see in, in D&D style puzzles is they go, okay, if we use real kind of physical world interaction, they're not going to solve a puzzle. They're going to break. They're going to do this. Right. So what we do is we take out all capacity for physical interaction and we give them a riddle, right. you know, or mm-hmm. we give them some mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, maybe a, a thing on a wall that's like a color and they're going to move it. So like you have these really, I've these seen puzzles a lot that are unenjoyable. D&D riddles yeah. and I zone out of them. Because it's the yeah. easiest way Even to control like physical interaction in a yeah, D&D because space. because you have to play in verbal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas in this, we can control your physical interaction in a way that would be unsatisfying in D&D by just being like, no, you can't do that. Yeah, D&D no, you're too weak. Yeah, no, exactly, you're too, like, exactly. You know, and so it's really, it's a hard thing to manage puzzles in D&D with the same kind of satisfaction. Because yeah, everyone wants to just roll and be like, why, exactly. why, why can't I do this? To What's be, wrong? To be honest, I sort of wrote this room. I was thinking very early on that, oh, this would be a cool way to get these puzzles out there would be if I could convert them to a D&D sort of format, sell them to Paizo or something like that. Oh, but then this room almost was my performance art of showing that that probably wouldn't work and would be crazy. Mm. Right, right, Even the right, fact right. that like so many of these puzzles only worked because you have no knowledge. And if mm-hmm. you actually do a knowledge role that has any, you know, Suddenly anything you to it, to the end. you get just all these hints. Like your character knows this, your character knows that. Right, you know, right, the right. worst possible thing ever is you find a riddle and your character goes, my intelligence is 20, so I just I know the answer, please. Yeah. Like, give me the answer to that riddle. I don't know it, but I'm playing a character yeah. who does. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm playing John, the riddle bard. And then it's just yeah. as... <laughs> and then oh, it's man, just Anthony as... definitely needs to bring that. <laughs> and then it's just as bad if you happen to have heard that riddle before. You know, you're oh, great. Yeah, you're the best yeah, yeah. riddle person. You're playing the one intelligent person. What dude. has four legs in the morning? I <laughs> think maybe time is answer. <laughs> <laughs> But so, like, it, 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 it is hard. It is it's hard. D&D's no, in interesting. that kind of space. Interesting. Um, but yeah, like, if for, for escape room stuff, you can do whatever you want. You yeah. can just control. Makes you have sense. so much more control. Makes sense. Um, it's very point and click adventure. I yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah. started it from mm. that basis. And then you just avoid the point and click problem of 
they want you to click cool. right here. Yeah. You got to click exactly here. I know that seems right, right but they're right, thinking right, right here. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you didn't know how to spell scissors, so you can't <laughs> use them. Oh man, you should have seen me try and play old Sierra games when I was young and I didn't know how to spell. Oh yeah. Oh, I was trying to play, I had that experience trying to play like when... uh, Quest for Glory mm-hmm. and to be like, I need to drop my shield, drop shield, uh, what? drop shield, drop shield, drop. Because I was just an idiot and I was doing like, there's no I and all the E. There's, I'm doing a double yeah, E yeah, for yeah, shield. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Um, that was, look, you guys did really, really well. Honestly, oh, like you. Yeah. This was a, you. you did such a great job designing it and yeah. running it. It was a total blast. Yeah, thank we had a great you. time. So I'm so glad. Cool. So for people who want to to well, obviously people want to listen and they should search on all your apps for for Dungeons and Dads. We're gonna but go back home and while we're going, we're gonna to listen, sleep, to listen to Talking, talking Dad on the way home. <laughs> oh, um, yes. uh, but uh, where can people find you? Do you have like a spiel for all your? Yeah, so Dungeons and Daddies is at DungeonsAndDaddies.com or just search it in apps. And I guess we plug our social. I'm F. Wong on Twitter. Uh, I'm Will B. Campos on on Twitter. Mm. (laughs) I'm Hey Beth May on Twitter and Instagram. Ooh, she's She's the savvy one. Yeah. Uh, Wonderful. Um, And yeah, look, definitely, look, if you're listening to this, You've you've got a good taste of the people who are on Dungeons and Dads, but and go it's bitter. It's a bitter <laughs> taste. It's a, it's a um, strong brew. But but go and give it a try. It is it is a great show if you haven't already listened to it. And if you have listened to it, and that's why you're listening to this, hi. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy it. Stop go back following and, me. Go, go, <laughs> go back and listen to all our episodes. They're great. Um, and uh, so for people who want to get in contact with us. Uh, you can send us an email, escapethispod at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter, at EskThisPodcast. I did them the other way around. Like one of us set up the um, Twitter account, one of us <laughs> set up the Gmail. Uh, uh, we're on Instagram, Escape This Podcast. We're on Facebook. Uh, we do have a Patreon. Patreon? That's yeah, how you say it. it we have a Patreon. Uh, if you want to help support the show, um, there are a lot of people who are supporting the show, which means a huge amount to us. Uh, let's pretend that that's the reason we could fly to LA. Oh, you paid for our LA, <laughs> LA trip. I don't think you did, but uh, like it's a huge amount of support. It's, it's really helpful. Uh, anyone who donates at any level uh, can appear as an NPC in one of our rooms. Such Much as- like Chester. Thank you so much. Don't hate me. Yes. Uh, you're almost always a terrible person, just a heads up. Um, also, for $5 donors, uh, there's all the bonus audio. We do a new thing every two weeks. Uh, so you'll be able to listen to the playtest for this episode ah, right now. You can go and listen cool. to me play oh, testing awesome. the episode. Um, and uh, and then $10 donors, there are badges for every season, and there's donor levels above that as well. Um, and it's a good, cool place to be on Patreon. Uh, all right, so I think give them your money. Give us your money. We need it more than you probably. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> support the arts. Um, all right, so thank you again, guys, for coming on the show. Yeah, it was thank really you so much for having, having us. us. Yeah. Um, and see you later, everybody. <laughs> That's my sign off today. Cool. Oh, my ears hurt. <laughs> Headphones. <laughs>